Do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear, now it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry about that. But you're not going to do it anyway. So go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange with this Jersey boy and that crazy Canuck, Cape Joel. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Sal. I'm Joel. Today we're going to talk about uh, heroes who haven't gotten a legitimate push, or should, or are deserving of a legitimate push. Like a push mm-hmm. being, you know, like, like get a title, you know, get get a get a notable creator on the book, give, give it some give it some steam, baby. Get get, get a mini series, even just a recurring role in something. Like I would say, Martian Manhunter is getting a real stealth push in the pages of Justice League right now, and he's showing up in everything else. Well, the funny thing is, I was thinking about Martian Manhunter because he's on like every list of underrated superheroes. He mm-hmm. had like three different attempts at a series yep. in the last ten years, and none of them have worked. None of them have taken. They just don't catch. Like you may be the most, the biggest Martian Manhunter fan on the planet. I'm sorry, both of you are not going to help get Jean a book. The best you can hope for is that Jean can headline a Justice League book like he yeah. did for a good 30 years. It's true. Even, even Hawkman arguably has had more success than Martian Manhunter. He's at least had series that have hit like 50 issues. It's true. And in fact, uh, Hawkman is the inspiration for this cover because he's getting a legitimate push. He has a book, which yes, he... I read the first two pages and went, Egypt, don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it is funny, though, that, you know, at least with this Hawkman push, they actually did try and put some time and effort to it and be like, whoa, 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 we just can't release a new Hawkman book. We need a whole, like, B-plot in a Scott Snyder mega event to explain why Hawkman is secretly always awesome and also maybe one of the most important people in the world. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far. I just think, like, hey, isn't it cool, this bird dude with a cool axe or mace? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that should be enough. Hawkman's costume should be enough to sell Hawkman books. It should be. And the fact that he's sometimes a space cop. Have they ever squared that circle that the Hawks used to be space cops, but now the Green Lanterns are all space cops? Yeah, not really. I was actually like reading that's a story. Uh, Cosmic Odyssey and the Hawk Ooh. people play heavily in that or the Thanagarians that is. Mm. And uh, it's it's weird. And I, I don't know what can make them work. You know what's funny? Do you have a pitch for Hawkman? Because I have a quickie one. Oh, just, please, go ahead. It's just Thanagar versus the Green Lantern Corps. It's just the Thanagarians being like, yo, we were cops first. Like, who says the Guardians rule is what should be the the, the law of mm-hmm. the galaxy? And it basically becomes like if the FBI and the and the CIA or the, or the local jurisdiction, like, buttheads. See, that's genius. And then you get, like, the nth metal becomes, like, the nth core. You know, you end it with them being mm. basically like, okay, the compromise is you get to be lanterns. There you go. And you make it exactly like a buddy cop movie, too, where it's like, oh, you have the Green Lantern team. Maybe it'll be like uh, uh, Baz and Jessica. Then you have Hawkman and Hawkgirl who are like the other cop team in the buddy cop movie. Oh, you need like John and Shaira, probably, or whoever, whatever she's called right now. Um, but like Hawkgirl and one of the lanterns and they're forced to work together. Oh, comically you know, mismatched. Like that, uh, like Bright. Ah, there you go. Only good. Only good. <laughs> uh, Chase Eichler saying, what about the good old crossover character Access? Change his name and boom, a new DC Marvel crossover. He could literally <coughs> be the reader. Access, they tried to push Access and he did not work. Mm-mm. Nothing, like everything that I want out of a DC Marvel crossover does not involve a ride-along character that's supposed to be me. <laughs> I just want to watch them cross over. I don't want to like watch a character go. This is crazy. Like there was a there was a uh, there's actually because all access the one everybody remembers, but there's a sequel to that which I can't remember what it's called, but it's about time travel, and oh. that should be freaking awesome, and <laughs> it's totally not. 
Um, but yeah, so anyway, let's, <laughs> but yeah, so. Stick a, stick a pin in that access, though. That's another pitch I had. Let's do characters who never took off, who they tried really hard to push. Right, exactly. Also, like, the question is, who owns access? And no mm, one wants to figure that out either, so. No. But, uh, but yeah, so Hawkman is representative of the characters I think we want to see getting some of these pushes. Yeah, most definitely. So what do you got, Joel? What, 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 who, who is on the, uh, the shit list who deserves to be getting off? All right, here we go. So uh, w- one of the things I went about when constructing this list was trying to challenge myself to find characters who have followings, who have been in lots of stuff, but have never had solo titles of their own. That's a tough uh, That's a tough nut to crack, because I have a bunch of characters, but they've all had their own. I think all of them have had their own title at one point or another. Um, really quick, I just want to address somebody because they said something cool. Will, I am golden. I will stop watching Rob for this. <laughs> there Thank you, you go. Will, I am golden. We do appreciate it. Also, how's my volume? Someone in the chat says my gain might be up a little high. Mm, let me uh, let me just turn you down a little bit then. Uh, All right, there you go. By the way, also Taylor Pector, the the question. He's definitely on my list. I don't know about you. Yeah. Oh yeah, the question is on my list too, especially now so close to the death of his creator, Steve Ditko. Yeah, that's true. Uh, R.I.P. Steve Ditko. Uh, Mr. Roboto, Mr. Miracle and Big Barda situation, comedy with action scenes. I mean, like, arguably, Mr. Miracle and Big Barda have some of the best character handling and exposure this time, like, ever. Indeed, this is one of the best years they've ever had. Yeah, so, so yes, uh, in, on any other year, I would have said Mr. Miracle, but, like, he's he's got a book, and it's great. He's killing it right now. He's probably going to win some Eisners at the end of it all. Now, for the question, here is a no pun intended question. Which version are we thinking? Are we thinking the Vic Sage version? Or are we thinking the Rene Montoya version? Because I don't think you can lose with either. I think they're both very deserving. I agree. I put the question on my list, and it basically just – and it's it should be all-encompassing. Like, you could do either book, and mm. it would be cool. So – you know, do you have do you have one or the other or just like it or like each mm. pitch works for whoever? Because like Vic, Vic Sage deserves a book. Yes. And Renee Montoya, I, I think the way to do it is probably just to like give Vic Sage like an Elseworlds or Black Label book and make Renee yeah. Montoya the 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 in-universe question. So it's like a little I, less hard, a little less scary, yeah. a little less Rorschach, you know? Yeah, I, I think Renee Montoya definitely fits the universe better if for the mainline universe, especially because she has such a pre-existing history with the GCPD, with Batman, with Batwoman, with all these other characters. You know what you could do? Yeah. You have Renee Montoya be the main feature in the book. Then you have like backups in every issue, which are the untold tales of Vic Sage, where you definitely make it look like, oh, this is a period piece we're doing. This is back in time. Yeah, that'd be freaking awesome. I mean, like DC's no stranger to shoving six or seven pages of a book you're not going to read into the back of the books you're reading anyway. Yeah. Might as well be. And you know what you do? You get Brian Azzarello to write like yes. a bunch of vignettes, just like two or three page stories of starring Vic Sage across time. And you got yourself mm-hmm. like a really swell collection at the end of it. But also people mm-hmm. going like, I bought the new Flash. I don't read Flash, but I had to read the question back up. Absolutely. You know who is really good at that and who never gets enough credit for it? Uh, Jimmy Palmiotti with All Star Western. He's like, OK, here's your Jonah Hex feature. Uh, that you came for, that you paid your money for. But hey, here's the Barbary Ghost. Here's Nighthawk and Cinnamon. Here's a bunch of Western characters that you probably remember. Sheriff Pow Wow. That's cool. That's a really good idea. It's too bad that All-Star Western never really yeah. found its audience. I know. Talent you, you know, apparently he's working on a new project, actually, Palmiotti. He talked about that on Twitter. He's like, I don't want to steal anyone else's thunder, but uh, after the next con, I'll talk about my next big project. Cool. He deserves it. Palmiotti's a hardworking dude and a good guy. He is. I uh, I read his Batman uh, thing there in part of those new Walmart comics. Someone was nice enough to send me a copy of those new Walmart comics. Nice. I'm still. I've been at two Walmarts. Uh, none of them have them. <laughs> I know, right? Someone. Mine didn't have. I don't even know if they have them in Canadian Walmart. Right, Someone sent it to me. Uh, Talon one three four. I always thought Raven could use a bigger deal, dude. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she's also it? had several minis that have all been vastly different and never took off. Yes, it's true. Uh, MT Kaiser Soze Moon Knight written by Grant Morrison. Uh, mm. Certainly that would be the most crazy, even though I think uh, Warren Ellis was the best one. Uh, yeah. Mr. Roboto Renee Montoya was in Gotham season one. 
Yes, she was, and then was never seen again. It was her and her partner, Crispus Allen, who became the Spectre. They were the other team of cops on that show, and they got written off never to be seen again, and better for it because Gotham is shit. Right. Well, I don't understand why they would get rid of them unless they were planning on using them in future events, but season one was ages ago. I know, right? That Like, you know how you hear and you always get, like, the trope of early installment weirdness? They were the early installment weirdness. Right. Cool idea. Uh, Gorgon Fish, dial H for hero. It should be a staple of DC, like Nth Metal, Core Ring, Speed mm. Force, etc. Also, all the teams Jeff Johns called dibs on. I mean, listen, <laughs> when Johns is finally ready to, to do any of this, it's going to be like a friggin', uh, it's going to be like Treebeard releasing the river into the uh, <laughs> into Isengard or whatever. It's going to be nuts. Uh, but uh, dial H for hero, dude, that got, like, what, four volumes? I think yep. that's more than ever you could imagine for dial H for hero. I have all of them. Yep. Uh, thanks to very, very dedicated members of the population. I got to tell you, like, it's a good series. I don't know how much you could get out of that. Um, Amazing Zero, Justice League Unlimited, save a lot of D-list heroes. Uh, yeah. Boy, did it. Yeah, and, and it spotlighted only a few of them, but you got to see them at least on camera. Totally, totally. So who else you got um, uh, as far as characters who don't have books that, like, you should see? All right, here's here's another DC one. I didn't intend for this to be DC, but I got some Marvel ones mixed in here too. Bronze Bronze Tiger mm, is Bronze a character. Tiger. I've been carrying a torch for this character for a bit because he's just so versatile. He's been a hero. He's been a villain. He's been on the Suicide Squad. He's always called one of the greatest hand-to-hand -hand combatants in the DC Universe. He's been a League of Assassins member. He's been just about everything, and yet he's never had a solo title. Yeah. Uh, Not even I, a mini. I don't, I don't know what that's all about. It could be that, like, just there's just he's – always, he's always been the bridesmaid, never the bride. He's always yeah. been – on teams, he's never led a team. He's never been like the driving force behind the team. You know, mm -hmm. he's been he's been the voice of reason. He's been like the most uh, understanding character. He's been like the most sympathetic. Mm -hmm. uh, we, oh yeah. The most the most recent time I think was in I Am Suicide for. Yep, uh, that was Batman. the one. And so proof. I mean, I, and I think he was in the Grayson book. Um, he's he's been around. He's been lots of places. He was in uh, was it when Tynan briefly wrote Red Hood and the Outlaws for New 52? They're like, hey, what if he just wasn't a martial artist? What if he was a literal wear tiger who could change at will? And then they're like, now nah, that's dumb. Let's not do that. Let's never talk about that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think uh, I, I understand why there hasn't been any uh, any bronze tiger. But I do like the idea of bronze tiger getting a book or at least a mini. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could just use a couple, like, six to 12 issues, and you're good to go. It's true. You also want to talk, too, about prominent African-American characters. Here's one who's already baked into the universe and everything, so you won't get the usual offenders being like, oh, you know what? Why are they shoving new characters down my throat? Bronze Tiger's been around forever, man. Right. He's Yeah, he is, a, he is not a, like, new diversity hire, nor is he, like, a, a, a quota character. Like, he's been on the Suicide Squad since Ostrander. It's true. He's been around for a long Here's my pitch for him because, you know, he's a character who rides that line between good and evil. Yeah. I would love to see him show up in Gotham and be like, you know what? I'm going to use all my super awesome training to take over the Gotham underworld and instill myself as the new, like, Gotham ganglord. But here's the twist, though. I like what you're doing, Batman. I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to try and point crime in less destructive directions. That'd be really cool. I'd like to see that. You just And then you wrap it up with Batman taking him down or something. Just some kind of mm -hmm. really cool way to, like, wrap it all up um i like that I, I i'd read that and you have batman be all conflicted where it's like oh well you're a criminal and you're waging a gang war but you're also not hurting people and you want to take over crime to stop crime that's something that i could never do but can i let you do it right i've tried to do it so uh -huh. maybe i could um by the way taylor pester saying secret speed of the gcpd where's the gotham central revival I know, right? That was such an amazing concept. The closest we got to it was when we had mech suit Batman Jim Gordon and Detective Comics became a GCPD book. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Um, I, I feel like the, the Gotham Central revival is somewhere deep inside Ed Brubaker's writing desk. Oh, you know it is. Like, he's he's got those in his sock drawers where it's like, any day now, any day One now. Hey, they'll come to me, and when they do, oh boy... <laughs> That said, uh, again, that, you know, that book got along, got a got a big play like that was around for a while. I think the only reason or the only way we'll see a Gotham Central revival is when Gotham is finally done. And I think this is the last season and they try and do a proper Batman cop show on their app. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That's easy. 
Gotham Gotham Central should be the cheapest show you make. It should be. It's amazing they haven't been able to pull it off. You partner with any studio, every studio has done a cop show, so every mm -hmm. studio has all the cop accoutrement. You just need to get the GCPD logo made, and yeah. that's it. It's so no, true. It's do, so easy. You could just go to you could raid the Warner Brothers office and just steal <laughs> all the ones from the last three Batman movies and just slap them on cars. The end. And that's what we all thought Gotham was going to be. And that's yeah. one of the reasons I stopped watching where it's like, oh, oh, you're actually trying to be Batman without Batman. Oh, God help you. Yeah, no. Batman without Batman is like the show where Batman goes across the world and trains. Mm. Like, oh, I wish he would be Batman. But there's n I know in my heart of hearts, there's no way he could be Batman because he hasn't done mm -hmm. Batman yet. Like, so it's cool. So I have to like enjoy it based on its own merits. I don't know. It's true. Um, as far as characters who haven't gotten a good push, a good fair shake, uh, I can't say there's any book characters that I've had that didn't have books, but definitely like you gotta give them a book to give them a try. And I like I'm tossing one out there because it's a character who, on paper, should be a like there's somebody out there, somebody like Tom King, somebody like <laughs> Gail Simone, or, or somebody like Ed Brubaker, or or even Jonathan Nickman, who's like I got this really killer character who should be a like a bitchin eisner award-winning book i'm not going to say a, a triple a tier character or a character that's going to like you know become a new avenger but silver, at least fractions hawkeye right but silver sable should have had a 12 yeah. issue miniseries about a character yeah. who like it's basically infamous iron man but sexy and more cool <laughs> yeah i know right you would figure someone would have done something with the character yeah uh, and the last thing we did with her was kill her off and then pretend like she never died in the first place. Like, yeah, I feel like, yeah. I feel like Silver Sable could have a lot of really cool legs, but unfortunately, and, and in fact, because Marvel seems to have some weird relationship with Sony where they're like, no, 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 mm. no like we push Sony product for some reason, even though we we squash Fox products, but push Sony product. Like Venom got a huge push when they announced the Venom yep. movie inexplicably, whereas the X-Men were replaced by Inhumans the second that there was an op opportunity to do so. Yeah. Uh, when they announced so, that Silver and Black book, or movie rather, I was really expecting there to be a Silver Sable book, or a Silver Sable Oh, you Black knew there was book. going to be. You but know they commissioned one. Like, but where is it? Where's the art? I would like to see that. Um, I don't want to see that movie, because no. Hell no. <laughs> um... Pricey Yeti 40, what a great way to decompress after picking weeds for five hours. Thanks, guys. Aww. Well, I hope you weren't on the East Coast because it was a hot one today. Buddy. Thank you so much for watching. And uh, Marvel Knight, Power Man and Iron Fist by Mark Wade. I mean, I'd read that. Uh, Power, Power Man and Iron Fist by anybody, really. It's shocking that uh, Luke Cage could have such a big TV show and they have no comic uh integration for that but they they had one as recently as a few years ago yes david f walker it was excellent and no one read it and nobody read it and that's really the problem and the pro like, i don't think they they build as a miniseries so nobody like wanted to invest the time mm -hmm, into a mm -hmm. book they knew was going to get canceled like on the on their subconscious level yep um, by the way uh tevia smoka dc captain marvel billy batson and mary marvel i mean we haven't seen a million a, a, a shazam book since uh, Jeff John said, don't use Shazam until I'm done with him. Yeah, until he lets loot his death grip. Right. Amazing Zero for Marvel. Nova, not Dick Ryder, but Sam. Underrated. Uh, he definitely is. It's funny. Nova had quite the week. Because uh, I don't know if you read the Infinity uh, Countdown Champions time. It was no. two parts instead of one. All focused on Sam, as it should be, because he's the cosmic member of the champions. Yes? Yeah, yeah absolutely. They go to Chitari Prime. He gets to duke it out with Warbringer again, who was like one of the first Jerry Duggan-created uh, villains for him. They have a great battle. Uh, Riri loses her armor to explain why she's getting a new costume. And then Scott Adsit, who's another Duggan creation, who's running the Nova Corps right now, is like, oh, hey, great job, kids. Going to have to take that helmet back from you, though. It's technically contraband, and you're not supposed to have it. You can have it back once you pass a Nova exam. And then they just end that two-part with, like, oh, Nova is Nova no more. Yeah. Man, that, that, that Champions book is just like, let me take all of those characters you complained about and put them away. Because, like, Reaver Williams' costume sucks mm. and won't be on the cover of any books for a long time, uh, besides her own. Uh Braun, that sucks. Yeah. 
Like it, he looks like a half-rate Beast Boy from the from he Changeling. She really does. It's like, oh, you shouldn't have mixed green and white because now I cannot think Changeling. It, yeah, it's just Changeling. Uh, so you got to Jim. To Jim Sub's credit, though, the man is making lemonade out of lemons, and I gotta say, I actually really liked the Infinity Countdown two-parter. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like it just looks like they're like, okay, I'm gonna remove any visual cues you have with the original characters. And that's like step. That's like the, the penultimate step before, and then no one's going to use them anymore. Mm. Maybe. Hey, it could always go the other way. Maybe now that they've lost all the accoutrement of the other heroes, maybe now they can finally stand on their own two legs. Uh, or see if they can. That'd be very nice. Or see if they can. Yeah. Uh, hey, I, more power to Jim Zub. He gets young characters and he gets team dynamics. This is true. He does. Uh, if anyone it's, can do it, he can. His Hunt for Wolverine series is very solid, too. I think he has the best one with Madripoor Mystery. Right. I'm not reading any of them because screw you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not reading, like, four tie-in books about looking for Wolverine. And you know none of them are going to find them because they've already announced the Alpha or uh, Gamma whatever issue where it's like, oh, hey, all these stories finally converge. Right. Uh, I'll read them all in trade when they're sent to me. Uh, yeah. Taylor Pester, <laughs> Fire and Ice. The last time Ice got a push was when she was dating mm. Guy Gardner and Fire True. was che on Checkmate. That's it's time for a fire and ice book. I, I think they need like another Justice League Europe or something. Yeah, but like you can't call it Justice League Europe or no one's going to buy. It's true. You need to call it something else. But yeah, they're very I think they would do very well on a team of some kind. I agree. But I would read a book like called Fire and Ice if it was if it had a really killer creative team that maybe go like I need to stand up to attention. I have to go like, whoa, you know, like they need to do if they want to make t Deathlock sellable. Yeah. You got to make like Deathlock. It's a six issue. It's a six issue mini, and it's written by somebody nuts like Garth Ennis or something. Mm, they need like um to Matt Fraction up because here's the thing. I'm sure no one thought they would buy a Hawkeye ongoing solo series until Fraction made it a must read, like amazing, mind blowing, like holy crap! I didn't expect it like that. Exactly. So yeah, um, what was it? Another character that has a book or had a book. But I've never been interested. I could never get into this character, and I think it'd be it could be because it's a little confusing. It's a little convoluted. Uh, mm. His his uh, mythology is a little like all over the place, and it's Doctor Fate. Yeah, Doctor Fate. They've tried a couple times. They even tried putting a new guy under the helmet, and that yep. didn't work. No, it doesn't work, and it's just because the reason Doctor Fate's cool the costume. Mm. You just need to basically do like I think with Fate. You got to just throw the baby out with the bathwater and go, we're starting from scratch with fate. We're doing something totally new and totally different. We're keeping the old costume so that you, you're keeping the one thing that works with Dr. Mm. Fate, his costume. And then we're just going to do something else. You know what I mean? Right. Like he gets eaten by a demon. He spits out the helmet. Some rando picks it up and the helmet right. blah, 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 and whatever. And you're, and you're done. And you do a book about like, you know, and it's an allegory for being alone or, you know, black in America something, or yeah. something. Who gives a shit? The point Which is he, you make it a, a, a must-read book about the human condition. It's it, it's funny, you know, you went that direction with it. I actually would have gone the other direction completely. I would have focused on Kent Nelson as a character and make it a thing about being elderly in America. Hey, that'd be cool, too. I mean, like, whatever but, pitch like, you got, make it make it a sell, a, like a, an actual good pitch. But like if I went black label with it, what if Kent Nelson got Alzheimer's, right. but he's still Dr. Fate and still has the power to warp reality and he becomes a danger to himself and those around him? That'd be cool. I mean, you could literally just do that's an event. That's a zero hour book where you just do DC versus fate or yeah. uh, or, or crisis of fate. And <laughs> None can challenge fate. Yeah. And it's just a crisis just, of faith. Yeah. And it's just sad. <laughs> yeah. Like they think they're fighting some kind of big, like, you know, power mad Dr. Fate. And it turns out he's just like he's just losing it. Mm. Yeah, that's you know how people say it's the feel good movie of the year. That would be the feel bad event of the summer. Yeah, That would rival the heroes in crisis story. Empty oh. Kaiser. So I remember Grant Morrison and Mark Miller's Aztec. Yeah, vaguely. I remember them pushing it really hard and me going like he looks silly. Mm -hmm. uh, no and then like I kept seeing him just in the backgrounds of other books I was reading and him just being like I look really dumb when I'm not doing anything and I was like okay well that's enough costume goes a long way ladies and gentlemen I don't know if you know this but, like you gotta you gotta look cool in this business to go really to get do. anywhere uh, then the next step is to make it interesting it's what like sideways is he interesting yeah. some people think so uh, I read the first issue and was like nah but the costume's Agreed. cool gotta agree that costume's dope it's the quantum and woody color scheme, which is a good color scheme. It is a good color scheme and not used very often, unless you're talking about uh, 
that that bitch in a Superman costume. Uh, I think Icon is that costume. No, he's green and red. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Roboto, Moon Knight, as he is crazy, Moon Knight has gotten... It, it's never been a better time to be a Moon Knight fan than now. It's true. You've had more pushes since 2005 than ever before to get a Moon Knight book off the ground. you got a Bendis series, a Charlie Hudson series, a mm-hmm. Charles Soule series, or a Cullen Bunn? I can't remember which one. Uh, Cullen Bunn did yeah, it Cullen for a Bunn, little bit. Moon Knight Lemire. Series, and Lemire and Warren Ellis all writing Moon Knight stories, all of them for one contiguous plot. Yeah, you've never had a more be- a better time being a Moon Knight fan. And even Bemis right now is getting some really good. Uh, what is it back for what he's been putting into it? Yeah, and Jam Collex will pitch out of something that I'm sure Joel will enjoy. Jiro Osamu, aka uh, Batman Japan, formerly Mister Unknown, uh, Unknown too, needs a comeback, but this time fully embrace the Tokusak the Tokusatsu. Tokusatsu. Tokusatsu hero style, henshin uh, poses, evil sorcerers or societies. And so monsters. just make it Power Rangers. Just make it Power Rangers, but in the DC universe. I mean, yes, a million times yes, take my money. <laughs> the problem is DC and Justice League crossed over with the Power Rangers. That book had to be canceled before it was done. I know, that's really sad. And that's, and that's legit Power Rangers. If you can't sell Power Rangers and DC, I don't know if you can sell DC Power Rangers. Which is so weird because the Kyle Higgins series is doing so well and they're already announcing the next creative team for it and everything. And that spawned two books. Right, it's true. Marvel Knight, Doctor Strange by Grant Morrison. Uh, again, not never a better time to be a Doctor Strange fan unless you want one continue. If you if you have the opposite problem with Moon Knight, it's Doctor Strange where it's like yeah. each writer is like, no! I want to do this, an editorial going, no, tell this in, this this tie-in story. He's not strong enough a character to work on his own. Mm. Um, Taylor has a good one there about oh, Checkmate. Yeah, I agree, Taylor. Checkmate definitely needs to be a thing, especially because Max Lord is back and hanging out in the universe, and because Argus is stupid, it should be Checkmate. Yeah, agreed. No, that's Ar- like, why? Why? why uh, you, yeah. Why Argus is poor man's shield. I said it. Well, I don't think you're going to piss off too many people saying that. No, I don't think so. It's a very poor man's shield. And there's not even a shield anymore in Marvel right now. No. Um, By the way, uh, another character that needs a book that should have a really killer series is Echo. Yeah, Echo. Again, another character you feel she would have taken off, but she just didn't. No, and I I think it's because she didn't get a fair shake. I think this is – she actually exemplifies the topic where it's like Mm. no one really did her – like did her justice. It's true. Bendis was like, and I don't want to do anymore. I don't want to do that. I'm done now. She'll just, she just will be looking in the other direction when the Avengers talk about where they're going to meet up, and then she never joins them again. And then she'll <sighs> die in his Moon Knight book. She came back to life because uh, uh, Soul wrote about her in an annual. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, Bendis did not care about that character at all. Oh, no. Didn't give a shit. But uh, it really sucks. If you don't know who Echo is, by the way, like, she's deaf female Daredevil. Yep. And uh, she's baller. She had a she was I don't know if she actually had a series. I think she might have. But like she was definitely a a character in the in the Daredevil series. Mm -hmm. She got quite a few focus issues. Yeah. And she was Ronan when Ronan first debuted in the New Avengers. Yes. People forget that. Um, Marvel Knight wants uh, Matthew Rosenberg to do a Thunderbolts book. Yes, please. Really, Matthew Rosenberg, anything. In fact, he has a thing in his Punisher book where it's like, hey, and here's the Black Ops Avengers. And I'm like, yes, please yes. make that a thing. And uh, Jake Vader, 93, should a brand new Starman be created or should we just go back to Stargirl? Mm, yeah, I'm surprised we haven't seen much of Stargirl. Yeah, I, I would go back to Stargirl just because, like, I like the suit and I think that'll yes. work. Um, and she's got the cartoons, and I like the sweet story of why she's named what she's named. Exactly, but you know what? Like, like that adorable uh, Hispanic child. Why not both? Yeah, why not both? Yeah, you could have both. Hey, make it a team up piece there. Make it a time travel vehicle. Right. Uh, and Langley M. Neely uh, does Mar- Martian Manhunter need a Tom King mini a la Vision? Uh, <laughs> I think it would just be the same if he did it. Yeah, not only that, but I think like I I I think Martian Manhunter's got enough of a push where he, you can pretty much set your watch to the fact that like he doesn't sell. Mm. Like the last time they pushed him, I was like, I'm going all in on, on, on Martian Man. And I read that series. Like I read the first four issues and was like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Just, I agree. It wasn't fun to read. And it wasn't like because it was an aesthetic. I just didn't care for it. And I'm like, it was strangely dour. Yeah. But like, and I get that, you know, lone survivor of a doom planet and whatnot. But like, I don't know. Eh. Just, yeah. It just, I feel like it was very been there, done that. And also just like dour for dour sake. 
And John yeah. Madden wants Wonder Man. I feel uh, I like him as Wonder Avenger. Man's on my list. I was going to really? mention. Wonder All right, Man. so yes. uh, yeah, John Madden wants wants Wonder Man, and also he wants Kang Pym to come back. I think you'll see that one day. Um, I think but, Kang Pym. They basically foreshadow that he will be coming back at the end of Infinity. So what's your Wonder Man thing? Like, how, how why do you want Wonder Man back? So here's the thing, you know, we live in a day and age where, you know, 90s nostalgia is huge. Hollywood nostalgia is huge. And so many people are restarting their careers who you never thought they would. I want Wonder Man goes back to Hollywood and like maybe they're making a movie about his life and he's like, you know, consulting on that. So he's fighting crime in Hollywood while making a movie about him. <laughs> That'd be fine. I mean, it's it, uh, it harkens back to the original Wonder Man miniseries where he was that where he was a stuntman in Hollywood trying to make it as a superhero. Um, I would read the hell out of that book. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's a killer thing. You could also get like when you end the series because it unceremoniously gets canceled. Mm-hmm. You could have Wonder Man be like kind of like I'm going to like when an actor is like, well, I can't make movies anymore, so I'm gonna like really kill this amazing cable series, right? <laughs> Ooh, or I'm gonna start a podcast like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, exactly. But like, what's Wonder, Wonder Man's Man, podcast? Yeah, either Wonder Man becomes a podcaster. Or he does the Netflix or the like AMC equivalent of joining an Avengers team where it's like, yep. I'm a Thunderbolt now, or like I'm a champion now, or, <laughs> or I'm a defender now. Like I was an Avenger, and like, you know what? That was a brand that used to carry some cachet, but now there's 26 Avengers teams, and who gives a shit? And you know what? Like, I don't like any of them, and I'm like an annoying pacifist. So, like, how about I try and like make my bones doing something? I'm gonna McConaughey up true detective, you know? Like There you go. That'd be a great use for that character. But I do like the idea of Wonder Man doing, being a, becoming a podcaster. Right. Particularly him, like, talking about, like, the way that, like, celebrities or comedians become podcasters where they, like, they yes. talk shit about all the people they've worked with. It would be just like that. His podcast is called, instead of making a murderer, it would be like making an Avenger. <laughs> yeah, making an Avenger. And that's the story. And they just, like, so, you know, Captain America is, like, you know, kicking ass and he gets a breather and the news is like, hey, so what do you think about Simon Williams saying that you're, like, a complete, like, chauvinist? And he's like, whoa. Who's whoa, like, hey. No, he's like, that's on 50, episode 58 of the one of the Making an Avenger podcast. And he's like, exactly. Podcast? Son of a bitch, Simon. <laughs> and then you have stuff where it's like, hey, you know, Quicksilver, he always stole my yogurt from the fridge. And because Pietra has nothing better to do, he's like, look, I'm coming on the show to defend myself. Right. Oh, my God. That'd be great. Once he gets out of the non-speed force. And then, um, yeah, wherever he is. I never finished that series. I don't know where he went. Yeah, me either. Because who cares? Uh, Tevye Smolka, Wally's kids teaming up with John Superboy and Damien would be a cool st- mm. uh, book. Yep. Uh, Super Kids. You might not get it, though, because you'll need Damien to not be a murderer and leading a teen suicide squad. and You'll need John to come back. Yes. Yes. So right now, uh, not going to happen. Building off what you said about cool costumes being a must. Here's a guy I'm surprised never got a mini, even just on the strength of his costume alone. U.S. Agent. U.S. Agent had a book when he was dressed like Judge Dredd. Yes, I remember that. And that sucked. It did. Although my idea would be make completely embrace the political satire of it and have it be that he is this right wing guy, but that he also fights Hydra and everything. Because if you'll recall in the new Captain America, yeah. they say they pardoned a bunch of villains and a bunch more of the crazy antiheroes. Make him one of the guys who got pardoned. Yeah, I, I would love to see that. I mean, like people are talking about like getting both sides of everything. I mean, like you should get like you could bring in somebody who, you know, has those opinions or or has a sympathetic ear to that kind of philosophy and then be like, right. here's your book, here's your, here's your 12 issues, make U.S. agent a friggin' uh, household name and you can have it ongoing. There you go. Like, actually challenge those types of people where it's like, look, you want conservative Captain America? Here's your fucking conservative Captain America. It literally exists. Here's your book. Give it a try. Uh, by the way, Terror of Death, I would love to see a book center around the Nova Corps. We've already gotten a taste of it during the Infinity Wars preludes. Yeah. I'd like to see more of Darkhawk. It's true. I agree. The fact there's been no Novacore book is unbelievable. It's shocking, although I think that's what they're building up to with uh, Infinity Countdown. Just get some disgraced member of the Green Lantern team. Like, get Jeff Johns to come do it. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. He crosses the aisle just to write Nova. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, no. DC's like, what are you doing? I I love space, guys. I just love space and core so much. I'm sorry. Right? (laughs) I Um, can't help it. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Will I am Golden, the Super Pets, or Pet Avengers would be awesome. They had their own book. They did. Pet Avengers had a book. That's more than I could ever have said for them. You want more? 
really? <laughs> we'll give you more if you want it. And Taylor Petcher says, will Gail Simone ever res resurrect Secret Six? Any chance I hope gets. so. Any chance I she hope gets. so. She loves those characters. She, she resurrected it once. Come on, third time's the charm. Yeah. Joel will buy two copies. Uh, a team that hasn't had a book for a long, long time, and you'll never see a comic book from Marvel about them again, despite the fact they are made up of Marvel characters, some of whom are mutants, is Big Hero 6. Mm. You should have a Big Hero 6 book. It should. They should have gotten a big push when Marvel Tsunami didn't work out. And yeah. It's unbelievable that it had to take the, the the movie was immensely popular. The iconography within it was also very uh, you know resonated with a lot of people. Uh, yeah, you know the 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 Japanese influence on American culture aside, like you got a lot of great ideas out of Big Hero Six. Uh, Claremont loves that book. And yes, he does. There's no reason why Big Hero Six couldn't have been a premier champions esque like mm. big push team from Marvel. Big Hero 6 always feels like the wrong place at the wrong time, doesn't it? Completely. And now, like, literally Marvel, I think, outsourced the book. I think it's being, I think there is a Big Hero 6 book, and it's going to be made by, like, IDW or something. Right, which seems so weird. It's so bizarre. Especially because, like, most of the characters in the movie don't even look anything like the characters from the comic. It's true, they changed a heck of a lot, to which someone in the chat said, isn't that like a dead IP for Marvel? Yeah, but it's not for Disney, though. Right, exactly. They came out with a cartoon struck while the iron was ice cold. <laughs> it's true. Um, and uh, and one of my other characters that I think should have gotten a bigger push, but like they never knew what to do with her, and that's the problem, is that there's too many goddamn bat characters, is Agreed. the Huntress. Yeah, Huntress. I love Huntress. I love her design. I love she fights with a crossbow. I love her backstory of being a mobster's daughter. Yeah, the Helena Bertinelli uh, version of Huntress. I always really enjoyed, maybe because it's my first Huntress, but mm. uh, I like the idea of this Huntress that's like, hey, you know, Gotham sucks enough where we could work. Like, I could still do this, Batman. I don't need your approval or your help. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I could still do this on my own. And Batman's like, nope, it's my jurisdiction. Get out. Like, this really combative relationship between these two characters who who have similar backstories, kind of, where it's like yeah. their families were stolen by crime in Gotham. Yep. Um, but that Huntress book that never exists should have, and it, it, like it's it writes itself. But give it to somebody cool. Gail Simone would have written, written the shit out of a Huntress book. Um, I think she has written Huntress in the past. I think she really oh, likes no her too. Yeah. Oh, Huntress appears in all oh. the Birds of Prey books. I'm just saying, she like. Give Gail Simone wrote the double date episode of Justice League Unlimited where it was Green Arrow and Huntress yeah. and uh, Black Canary yeah. in them. That Huntress. I mean, like, you could do a Green Arrow, Black Canary type book with Huntress in question, or you could make a Huntress book where it's like, she's the Punisher of Gotham. Like, yeah. it's just it's just the Punisher. She's got a van. She murders people. You know, like, she's her, her family is stolen by the, by the mob. I yeah. mean, like... You could, and it could be like a, a blend of like the Punisher and James Bond, where she like, you know, it's like Alias and James Bond. Mm. I don't know. It's a, uh, there's there's so many options, and like we don't have enough time to really pitch them all. So like, but the Huntress there's a lot of places they could go. The Huntress had never gotten a good shake. It's a shame. Uh, Kevin Myers thinks Animal Man would love to see him in a oh, movie. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah. basically, my pitch for Wonder Man: give it to Animal Man, and his family tags along with him to Hollywood as he tries to restart his career. Animal Man's DC. You can't put him there. Ah, uh, that's right. Dang. <laughs> uh, but uh, you could should do to some it. other showbiz town. Yeah, exactly. Have him go to Georgia. Yeah, there you go. Uh, apparently, Atlanta is now a big showbiz town. Oh yeah, Animal Man in Atlanta. I like that. Ooh, or here's another pitch for Animal Man. Have him and Vixen and Wanna Beast and Beast Boy and basically all the animal themed superheroes on one team. Yeah, there you go. That they could be called the Young Animals. Oh, I like that. Or just steal the Zoo Crew and have them be the Zoo Crew 2.0. The Zoo Crew 2. Ah, coming uh, to a theater near you. Jesus. Uh, and Terror of Death, more Wildcats. Listen, The Wild Storm is a book that is not only drawn immaculately by John Davis Hunt, mm -hmm. but Warren Ellis is doing the slowest burn I've ever seen in a book, my, like, ever. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a Wildcats, like, anniversary book that came out recently that like nobody bought and if ever wildcats is going to get their push that was it like the wildstorm book plus the wildcats like nostalgia book there's a lot of options there and it's it, true it just did I, I i think there's there's merit for the wildcats i don't think they work in the dc universe which is why i think the best time to have them is 
in their own universe, the way the Wildstorm yeah. is. So, yeah, I think there's room for the Wildcats. Speaking of Wildstorm, wh- why did nothing happen with Midnighter? He got a full series in DCU, then a miniseries. I think they're leaving so much money on the table with Midnighter. I think it's weird that they just abandoned Midnighter after that. Like, I think he got caught up in the negative reaction to the DCU era. I guess. Orlando tried so hard to integrate him in the universe. He's in Batman and Robin Eternal. He's in Grayson Nightwing. Like, they they know him. He's in their speed dial. Yeah, it's weird that he's not getting as big a push. I don't know enough Midnight stories for me to say that, for me to cry foul, but I also understand that, like, why not? But that being said, yeah. Midnighter did have a series for a little while. He did. Recently. And a mini. Uh, yeah. My, my pitch would be, and again, you can't really do it now because Lex Luthor's a good guy, but I loved the idea of Lex Luthor forming like an anti-hero Justice League where it's like, okay, I will be the Superman, Midnighter, you will be my Batman <laughs> stand-in. That'd be cool. Because you're basically just Batman, only a lot tougher and grimmer, and you know, you got all this science fiction stuff and also gay, which makes you different. <laughs> So, you know, do you want to be my Batman? And then you will know, we'll find someone to be our Wonder Woman. We'll get like Silver Swan or someone to be our Wonder Woman. There you go. Uh, listen, that's cool. It's basically like a, like a Dark Avengers kind of thing for the DC universe. Yeah, that would be my pitch. It's a shame Luthor is back to being a bad guy. Now. I know. Preston Bryant, the more you talk about this Huntress book, the more I'm inclined to read that uh, this and that JLU episode was a really good episode. It was. Fred Bushy, love to see Adam Strange make a comeback. Mm. Yeah, man. I haven't seen an Adam Strange push in a long time. Yeah, he's I mean, they're saying he's going to be important to infinity. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and uh, Mr. Giggles. Yes, I love to see you. Get, I get to see you guys live muscles and sunglasses. Thank you, man. Yeah. And uh, uh, Nathan Berg just helping us out. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see who else we got. I know that like I've always wanted to see Sleepwalker get a bigger push. Um, he showed up in a Marvel team up book from Kirkman. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, and I haven't seen him really since then. Uh, he's such a dopey, stupid idea that they try <laughs> to take really seriously. And I think that somebody with a like, I don't have one yet, but I'm still trying to develop one because once I have a killer sleepwalker pitch, it's like that's what you come out of the gate swinging with when you're trying to pitch <laughs> to the big two. And you're like, he's, Marvel, he's, I got a sleepwalker. He's, he's getting an infinity one shot. Did you see that? I did see that. That's unbelievable. So I, mean, I can't like, believe it either. Whoever's writing that. Damn it! You've, you've stolen my 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 in, in case of emergency break glass pitch. <laughs> but uh, Sleepwalker never got a good pitch after his series was canceled after way too many issues of Sleepwalker. Mm. Uh, the Terror of Death. Also, Joel, what are your thoughts so far on the whole Power Rangers Shattered Grid? I am waiting till it is all done to read it all. But what I have heard from it has been amazing. Apparently, it's like Kyle Higgins' magnum opus. Tales from Island Z, the original Defenders, like Strange, Namor, Hulk, and Surfer, or Infinity, Inc., including the Huntress. Mm. Funny or gritty, I'd read both. Maybe uh, maybe alone in that, though. No, Defender. Yeah. An original Defenders would be an interesting place to take the Hulk now, because he's not really doing the whole Avengers thing. Right. Uh, the last time I saw it was, I think, Matt Fraction did a Defenders book, which oh. uh, Tiffany was a big fan of, because it had Black Cat in it. It was, like, the last good idea they had for Black Cat. <laughs> Um, and it was straight up like the defenders, like every they went, they managed to figure out how to get Silver Surfer in there. It was really, really fun. Um, and oh, Red She-Hulk was in it. And that was really cool. Nice. It was great use of that character. Again, another character underrated, never got a chance to get a good push. Very. And she's depowered, right? I think they all got yeah, depowered. I, yeah. Yeah. No. Which and I actually like, really liked the story where they all got depowered. It's just a shame they never built off it. Exactly. Um, uh, I think a character that, like, they really want to make work, but they've never given her an actual chance to to do work, like, to get right, because they never gave, like, somebody with, like, with stones to do this mm. book, is uh, Zatanna. Yeah, Zatanna had a couple stories here and there. Usually Paul Dini, he uses his pull to get a couple uh, Zatanna miniseries made every couple years. Yep, and they got, they've got they always got, like, an Adam Hughes cover to do, and she's always on the Just League Dark or whatever yeah. version you want to talk about, but, like... Zatanna is a neat character that should have her own like rogues and her own supporting yeah, cast, yeah. her own whole thing, but they've never really pushed it hard enough. So they, weird. They pushed her, but only couched with like Constantine and stuff. Yeah, I know, which is weird because like Constantine's kind of his own thing, and yet he's kind of riding her coattails into the universe. Exactly. Uh, Marvel Knight, Nick Fury, and a Quake series. 
Yeah, I, I'm surprised they haven't done more with. Uh, well, actually, they've done a lot with the Agents of Shield. It's just never took. Exactly. It's disappointing that she was not a big player in the original Sin retcon of Nick Fury. Yeah, that would have been a good way to get her in. Uh, Mr. Roboto, the Creeper newsman by day, super guy by night. The Creeper had a book, but not since a long time ago. Yeah, he's so, yeah. also apparently shown up in, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yay. Yeah, that's great. Scott of has got us. Yeah, I don't know about the Creeper as far as, like, He's definitely never gotten a good shake. He's he's freakazoid. He's madman. You know what? What do you do with that? Yeah, I, I mean, you just take your madman pitch, your freakazoid pitches, and you make it a DC character in continuity. I mean, fair enough. Creeper could be your Deadpool. He could be. Although I think Harley Quinn is their Deadpool right now. Oh yeah, but if you ever watch the episode of the animated series when they brought in the Creeper, love that one. He is in love with Harley Quinn, and it's hilarious to see freakazoid bounce off of Deadpool in that regard. So, yeah. You got uh, yeah. If you haven't watched that Batman the animated series, check it out because it's like probably the best idea for the Creeper now. It is. Although I see, I think he can't even do that because that role is already filled in Harley Quinn by Red Tool, which was Palmiotti's parody of Deadpool because he got sick of everyone saying Harley Quinn was a Deadpool ripoff. Right, right, right. Well, you bring in the Creeper by having him kill him off or something. Ah, there you go. Or you have all of them together. Yeah, there you go. Call them the Harley crew or some crap. I don't know. There you go. I like. Uh, speaking of uh, female characters who are in everything and yet surprisingly have never held down. Uh, well, this character I know has never held down a mini. Zatanna's had minis. Yeah. Misty Knight. Misty Knight, yeah. I mean, she's been in Heroes for higher books, but you never see like a good, solid Misty Knight book. Or, On her own, yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've seen her only as like headlining her own books uh, or her own teams. Yeah, she's led many teams, fearless defenders, different versions of the heroes for hire. And now she's going to be like heading up another team. Introduced yeah. in uh, in the Century book. Uh, I don't remember what that's called, but it's like oh, the aberrant crimes division. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I I would be surprised if there wasn't a book about that. It's a good way to backdoor it. Be like, hey, this is S.H.I.E.L.D. but not S.H.I.E.L.D. This is Gotham Central but not Gotham Central. And hey, look, we got cop turned superhero with a robot arm, Misty Knight leading right. the charge. Yeah, and that's a cool idea. I'd say that's that's best. That's the best pitch for her. Right it now. is a good pitch, especially because she's so popular on the TV show. She was so good in Luke Cage season two. I didn't see it, but uh, I do hear she gets the robot arm and that's pretty dope. She gets it pretty early on and she gets some sick ass fight scenes with it. And it's pretty goddamn good. Um... We'll have to talk after the show about where, where she gets it from, because I'm like, is it is it Jeff Loeb bullshit where it's like, can't use the movies? It's just like, it's an experimental policeman robot arm, or it's like, I pulled some strings and it's a Stark arm. Here you go. Pardon, uh, it's it's not what you think it is, but it's pretty close. Okay. Uh, Taylor Pester, even the Booster Gold's gotten a big push recently. He hasn't had a book since the Johns Jurgens era back in the New 52. This is true, yeah. but he's also gotten a huge push lately because of the Tom King decision to use him in everything. He's been in every. Mm -hmm. He's been in the Batman books. Skeets is a mastermind in Bane's criminal empire. The fuck was up with that? Uh, but also, he's going to be like a, I think, suspect number one in the uh, Heroes in Crisis Tom <laughs> King epic. Did Skeets do it? Are you? Did Skeets do it in the breakfast nook with the lead pipe? <laughs> right. I mean, Skeets being the linchpin evildoer is not an is not an original idea, by the way. Anyway, uh, the Terror of Death, a book set in the Earth Twelve universe, because I want a DCAU comics, please, because I mm. need a good Batman Beyond book, please. I know, right? Those Batman Beyond books, again, also from Higgins, were so goddamn good. I agree. And uh, Will I Am Golden finally reaching uh, one of Joel's suggestions, uh, which I know is on his list. I haven't seen it yet. The Milestone characters. Yeah, I mean, apparently the guy who's going to be drawing the Milestone Static comic said, oh, yeah, expect those books in October. I don't believe that. Right. The fact that he tweeted about it, I was like, whoa, new art for Static? Uh, really? So I know. Maybe, like, maybe he's real. Uh, like, maybe he really means it. I don't know. I would think if it was going to be a thing, they would have mentioned it by now. The fact that DC isn't mentioned. I'm sure they gave him a talking to afterwards and like, hey, man, the ink isn't dry on the legal stuff yet. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is, though. It could be that they took their time and they've got it done. Like keep, 
here's the thing. Ask, ask Dwayne McDuffie's widow because she was the one who apparently was holding this up because they did a bunch of stuff without asking her, and right. she owns 51% of everything. So we'll see what happens. We'll, I mean, like, really, that's the trick is just get a get get Rich Johnson to go talk to her and see what the story is. Yeah. Like, checking back in with Dwayne McDuffie's widow. Uh, are you done sitting on these goddamn books yet? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't even think it's a matter of just she was sitting on it. It was a matter of like, look, Dwayne made me the executor of his estate. Right. I should be able to okay this and make sure that it's in line with his vision because he was a very visionary dude who I'm sure would hate to see a cheap new age of heroes version of the milestone characters. Well, the fact that Reggie Hudlin's involved in it must probably indicate that there is some amount yeah. of horseshit and and uh, you know fuckery. fuckery going on. Yeah, most certainly. And I'm sure he'll talk about this forever and be like, and hey, everyone, aren't you so happy that I brought your uh, milestone characters back? Me, Reggie Hudlin, who wrote and created everything. It was me. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Stop nope. saying it was you. It's true. Um, I want uh, I want Abigail Brand to get a book. Yeah, that's another character. Shocking. She hasn't had more to do. Is Sword even around? I know that like I kind of like when they announced Alpha Flight, I'm like, OK, so wait a minute. You have Sword. Mm-hmm. And no one from Alpha Flight is on Alpha Flight. Yep. What the fuck? You know what they need to do? If they do an Abigail Brand book, we need to have the sword space station that it was there all along. It was just in the shadow of the Alpha Flight space station. And the agents of sword are really pissed that Captain Marvel is stealing their thunder. Right. I mean, or that she's like, technically Alpha Flight reports to me, but like they keep deleting my emails and like my <laughs> correspondences. So that would be go. pretty yeah, good. Yeah, apparently she actually does work for Alpha Flight, but it's like... Oh, okay. I liked Sword more. I like Abigail Brand as a character. She's fun. Um, never gave her a good push because she was an ex-character, so, you know. Mm. Same goes for Elsa Bloodstone, as Agreed. the chat brings up there. Elsa Bloodstone, always now kind of a, a seat filler when it comes for paranormal teams. Yeah, I'd put Elsa Bloodstone on there. Oh, totally. Oh, no, no, no. I agree. It's like you, you cool kick-ass lady monster hunter. You mean you don't have a pitch for this? Right. That should be. Well, and Tiffany read the book cover to cover. I actually checked it out, too. The Secret Wars Siege book was freaking dope. And it started yes, it was. Elsa Bloodstone. No, that was. Was that Abigail Rand? I, was, Elsa Bloodstone had one, too. Yeah, the Elsa Bloodstone Secret Wars tie-in miniseries. Man, just as a quick aside, not to rob it up or anything, but like Secret Wars was a freaking awesome idea. Wasn't it? Where they just they just ended every book, and every and then they put out like a thousand new books, that all were like neat and did they were. something else, like something different. It's true. What a and cool, they mashed it all together. What a cool revolutionary goddamn idea that all led to and culminated in something. And like, like how do you drop the ball that hard with a concept that good? Yeah, they're picking it up again. Everything they put out recently has been pretty solid. But they'll never do that again. Like, they'll no, never they be never able will. to pull that off again. It was a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and we can say we were here for it and read it while it happened. Yeah, it's just, it's, because, like, yeah, because it was just, that that was the lineup of books. It wasn't even like they were tie-ins. They were just, those no. were the books. <laughs> you you want to read Hulk? You got to read Planet Hulk. You want to read uh, Captain America? You got to read this. You want to read Captain America? You got to read the Planet Hulk book. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, because he's in there. The lead. And he's a cool-ass Viking riding devil dinosaur. Exactly, no, really, really cool. Um, honorable mentions go to She-Hulk, who's never gotten a fair shake since the John Byrne era, although Dan Slott gave her a good run. The Charles Soule book was mm-hmm. really bad-looking. But and, read really nicely. It's a shame they couldn't have brought that together. Yeah, and uh, what's it called? The uh, And then the last one. Uh, with the Kevin Wada covers, were uh, the Mariko Tamaka. Oh no, the Mariko, yeah, that one uh, was the was actually a slower burn than Wildstorm. Uh, so no, it it started so good where it's like, oh, we're gonna have like a mature adult take on PTSD through the lens of the Hulk characters. And I'm like, oh, I'm totally on board with this. Then at the end of it, oh, oh, really? It just keeps going, huh? I, I was expecting like an actual oomph. I was expecting an exclamation point and didn't yeah. get one. The end of that arc was the was all I needed to say. It was all I needed to yeah. see. I was like, that sucks. You dropped the ball. Yeah, I was so in, and then I was so out. Yeah, and I was like, if if it if it sticks, if it sticks the landing, it'll be worth it. Nope, it's not. Uh, Relo Tixie said one says if DC can't deal with John Kent being a small child, make a future him the Superboy in the Legion of Superheroes. Uh, you'll see, keep keep your eyes peeled. 
because yeah. uh, there's some art out there about uh, an older Superboy. Uh, Tales from Island Z, your Secret Wars coverage got me back into comics. Thank you so much. If you haven't oh. already watched it, Secret Wars TLDR was the first Marvel TLDR series that existed <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, so check that out. It's a lot of fun. We just we just reviewed Secret Wars books, which was really cool. Uh, the Terror of Death, bring back the Ultraverse characters. They keep threatening to <laughs> every couple of years. We're going to have a big comeback for Ultraverse. We promise. Marvel has the most recent encyclopedia released has a chapter about the Ultraverse characters. No shit. And they exist in their own pocket universe where they're still doing their bullshit plasma stuff. Uh, d- uh, dude, dude, Marvel should just make an Ultraverse book that's just, it's its own universe. And just see, just see make who it, buys make it. it. Make it digital. It should be digital is what it should be. Yeah, it absolutely should be. Thanks should for be- reminding me about the Ultraverse should be digital and it should come out like once a week and it should be as long as injustice and they should get a writer on there who actually cares and yep. they should make it like, Hey, if you never read the Ultraverse before, that's fine. We'll get you caught up. So for the people who want it back, the old fans, they're happy because it's back and new fans for them. It's brand new and they're reading it for the first time. Right. The only thing you need to know about ultra if you ever want to know about the Ultraverse, Watch the opening theme song to the Ultra Force cartoon show. Ultra Force! Where someone just screams Ultra Force and they throw so characters. 90s. They throw characters that have nothing to do with each other. Like, you see Prime and you're like, oh. So, like, a creepier Captain Marvel? Then they throw, like, a hard case or whatever at you. And you're yes. like, Iron Man? And then a zombie comes out <laughs> of the ground. I love the zombie. And you're like, cool? What? And then there's a, <laughs> and then Topaz appears and you're like, was Topaz? in Thor Ragnarok and then you go (laughs) what is anything what is happening so definitely watch the Ultraverse theme song where we gotta do a theme we gotta do a theme song episode because there's so many we love yeah uh, and Marvel Knight, comic continuation of all Avengers, Eris Mightiest Heroes, only if Christos Gage or Chris Yost is working on it yeah which would be great that's a digital only series that should be Uh, it really should be Golden the Shadow Pack Mm. okay the Terror of Death. Also, do more New Universe stuff. Dude, they're never going to do that. No. And by never, I mean eventually when they remember. Because, like, they did that. And he, like, Starbrand showed up and died in the Avengers book. The One million or whatever. Yeah. And, and nobody gave a shit about them in the uh, Hickman era. It was just kind of weird. It was like, what? I don't know. Super weird. New Universe is a tough nut to crack. I don't know how that It really be. is. Um, and Gorgonfish, Buona Beast, even more forgettable than Animal Man. He sure is. Agreed. Um, so, People yeah. liked him because he was in that Batman cartoon. Right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, there's so many more characters that didn't get a fair shake that should have gotten one. Joel, uh, my list is way longer, too. Let's hear a couple more. Just just, just throw out a couple honorable mentions for Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll lightning round through the ones I have left. How about that? Yes, yes, please. Uh, Firestorm, he's so powerful, it's amazing they never did anything with him. I would just make the dude from the show canon and work from there because no one really cares about Ronnie or the other guy. True enough. (laughs) Uh, Metron, hey, you like your Doctor Who's? You like your Rick and Morty's? What if there was just a dude who traveled through the universe on a chair and got into adventures and watched stuff and it was all very science fiction? Hey, you want to get rid of Jonathan Kent? Have him be the Morty of the Metron book. Oh, see that I would have loved. Screw evil Jor-El showing up. If it was Metron who showed up and said, let me take your son away, that's fine. You can go hang out with Metron. (laughs) Uh, You can trust him. He's a weirdo in a chair. Right? Danny Blackston TV. Bring back Power Power Pack. They try every once in a while. They do. Uh, They need to make it like an all-ages book that, like, actually has some strength behind it. Or just give it to DKV. They need to make it as good as Miss Marvel is for an all-ages book. Uh, Our Man, but I would like Black Label Our Man because he's a guy who gets powers but only for an hour when taking drugs. Make it like a serious thing about the dangers of drug use and everything and have the art be really messed up and erratic. Get like Ken Lashley to draw it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Make it make it like the, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, make it like the train spotting of comic books. Okay, I'll take, is, hey, that, I greenlit that pitch. Nice. Uh, Dr. Light, but the Kimio Yoshi version, the yes. Asian good guy version, who has an amazing power set, an amazing costume, but never gets any play, and people only remember the evil rapist, Dr. Light. That's right. Except for make, the ones in the animated series. She's just that, standing there. She's the one. Make that part of it is what it needs to be. Have her be like, yeah, I'm a superhero in a new series. I'm Dr. Light. Oh, no, it's Dr. Light. Run away. He's going to do stuff to us. No, no, no I'm not that one. I'm the good one. 
Oh, I'm, I'm just going to beat I'm you. I'm visually distinct. <laughs> Can't you tell? And uh, my final one, Wildcat. He's an old oh. man who punches things. Make Gran Torino with superheroes. Just have, like, some old crusty dude punching guys. Dude, that is that, that, that sells, man. And then when you make the movie, make it Bruce Willis, by the way. Just uh, Exactly. That's work. all you need to do. Wildcat, man, that's, uh, that's sad. Make it a 12-issue series. Make it like Vision. Make it sad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, make it sad, be it like, oh, I can't do it anymore, I'm getting too old. And have like, a, make it like, you know, the like the dad who doesn't want to stop working, like all of his superhero children visit him. Yeah. And they're like, geez, man, you know, you're getting too old, you know, you're thinking about retirement, you're thinking about settling down. No, if I stop, I'll die. Right. That'd be cool. So I never want to stop, because I'll totally be one of those guys who once he stops working, I die the next day. Exactly. Gotta have something to do. I'll, I gotta stick around and do it. Yeah. That'd be cool. More Wildcat, please. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go, everybody. Thank you so much for watching this episode. And, hey, before you go, uh, number one, stay tuned for Backish. Number two, if you want to keep watching us live, uh, check us on over the uh, Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash comicpoptv. Uh, Tiffany uh, from Comic Pop here on this channel uh, heads up the Twitch channel. You can watch her doing some video gaming over there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we want to thank you all for hanging out with us and, of course, checking out this episode of the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. I'm Joel. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. So long.